All right, all right, all right. So as you can see, today we're going to be talking about being addicted to our cell phone. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> we are addicted. We are addicted. <laughs> yeah, so... I want to welcome you to the Decide Coaching Podcast with your host, Coach Nurse. And as you listen, be inspired to know better to be better. And as I said before, we're going to discuss the addiction associated with the cell phone among our youth, the overwhelming influence through social media apps, how it's affected our youth in so many ways. Our young people, they remember having their cell phone before having something to write with when it comes to educational purposes. With that being said, education has fallen down to the list of their priorities. Let us take a look into the effects of cell phones and what's the positive changes that we can do. Okay, so check it out. So the first effect is, let's check this out. Myopia. Okay. And with that, it's the overuse of cell phones causing. Myopia. And it's a condition of the eye in which parallel rays are focused in front of the retina. Objects being seen distinctively. Okay. Only when near to the eye which is nearsightedness. And some of the effects of myopia is the lack of imagination, foresight, or intellectual insight or discernment, narrow-mindedness, and tolerance. Another effect is the mental aspect, okay? The brain and behavior of our youth. It affects their psychology, their thinking patterns, their sleep cycles, behavior, shortening attention span, potentially encouraging violent or aggressive behavior. And this is a study that was done by the adolescent brain cognitive development. So let's check out this little graph, you know, on the, on the side here. It has some statistics, okay? And um, you can look to the right to follow along with me, but we have 84% with the age groups 13 to 17, okay, um, that's addicted to their cell phones. 84 believe that they're connecting with other people. Like this is the reasoning why they are addicted to it, okay? 83%, they feel, hey, I learned new things. And yeah, but, you know, I want to question what are you learning? You know, is it educational or is it a new dance? You know, is it something that is going to help you down the line, build your character, um, your comprehension skills, things like that, you know? So a lot of our young people, you know, at 83%, they feel like, hey, I'm, I'm learning new things. But I, again, I want to question what are those new things? Uh, 43% they are addicted to avoid interaction with people. So we have 
almost half of our young people between the ages of 13 to 17, they don't want to interact with people. You know, yes, we have technology. Um, and it's like, that's a form of um, comfort versus actually talking to someone, being around someone um, other than the phone. I think that's alarming, okay? 72% um, say they often or sometimes check for messages or notifications as soon as they wake up. And, you know, I may be saying these statistics for young people, but I also find that with adults too. It's like, you know, it, as soon as I hear a notification, I'm checking my phone, you know? And then once I check it, now that's, that's time that I'm spending. And then from that, it may go to something else, you know, responding to that notification um, or scrolling, you know? So it, it's not like a quick look and turn away. Now time is being consumed um, checking messages or notifications. Okay, so now we uh, next part here, we have 56% associate the absence of their phone with at least one of these three emotions. Now check this out, uh, loneliness. So if I don't have my phone, I'm feeling lonely. Okay, so I want y'all to put your um, mindset and if you're an adult in a mindset of a young person, and then if you're a young person listening, you know, 56% um, of your peers, they're feeling lonely if they don't have their cell phone. They're being upset or they feel anxious. It's like, I have to have it. And um, I kind of show that in my video to the song, um, Cell Phone. Um, and it's like, I cannot live without it, you know? And as a teacher, I look around and I'm, it's like kids walking in the hallway, they're looking on the phone you know, kids driving, they're looking on their phone, you know, so it's like, um, this is, this is pretty serious when the emotional aspect of it is like, I cannot do without it, or I'm going to feel anxious, or I'm going to feel lonely, upset. All right, moving on. So we next, we have like 54% of teens, they worry they spend too much time on their phone. But check this out, though, you only have 53% that say that they would cut back on it. So they identify the fact that they're on the phone a lot, but then they're not willing to take measures to cut back on the time of utilizing their cell phone. And I got this data from um, Pew um, Research Center survey. Okay. So um, just, just get you thinking a little bit on um, the why, why our young people are addicted to it. Um, and just hopefully before the end of this podcast, we can do some type of reflection and moving forward to hopefully make some changes, some positive changes when it comes to these statistics. Effect number three, we have the social media, okay? And it's like right at your fingertips. You have entertainment, bam, right there. I click on a little button and I'm being saluted with all of this entertainment, okay? Now, what I've learned with TikTok is that once you like a video or watch a video, it's, it's like this algorithm that it's going to fill, <laughs> fill you with even more of that. So you like something, say, you know, you like the dance routine or whatever like that, they're going to send you more that, you know, to show you, okay, same type of material. 
Okay, so be mindful of that. This is at your fingertips 24 hours, seven days a week. So one thing that these websites or these social media sites have in common among like youth is that they're being entertained by strangers, not necessarily, you know, peers that they know or whatever, unless they're watching themselves, you know, that maybe they did one and they're, they're watching it. But most of the time it's people they, they don't even know. So that's not a connection there. They're just connecting through the, the content that's coming through um, these social media sites. Then you have um, the content having no pr productivity, you know, for their lives. So um, this is really key to me. It's like, um, and, and I hope that this point is driven home to whoever is listening. Question that. How is this being productive as a human being, you know, um, hours upon hours looking, scrolling on these sites? You know, um, this is not to say, oh, Coach Nurture bashing or, or what have you. No, I'm trying to put things into perspective. You know, um, everything has a rightful place, you know, in our lives, depending on what it is. If we're going to be utilized in social media and have all this access to uh, entertainment and things of that nature, um, there's a flip side and how it's affecting the productivity of our lives. You know, um, and, and I want you to question that. I want you to reflect on that. You know, so if I'm watching content about, you know, relationships or whatever like that, and I'm between the ages of 13 and 17, again, how, how is this being productive in your life? Now, I'm just using that as an example, but, um, you know, that material may be mature, you know, for you. You know what I'm saying? And, but you're being exposed to it. You see, so it's, it's just questioning, how is this helping me be productive versus just wasting time in a sense, okay? The next one is scrolling to the next exciting thing. And I remember having a conversation with uh, someone today. They made a really great point and I'm gonna give them some props at the end of this podcast. But they stated that, you know, seven seconds is, almost the length of the attention span of our youth. And um, I was communicating the importance of writing and reading and the difficulty um, to keep the attention of our young people. It's very challenging because we have something like social media that you have clips that are very, very short, stimulating for that short period of time. And it's like, I have to have more. So you go to the next one, you go to the next one. And it's just more and more content. Um, but at the same token, when it comes to being a productive human being and the skills that you need, you know, to thrive as a citizen, how is this going, filling you to do those things, <laughs> you know, like make a, you know, make a living, you know, um, um, you know, be occupied you know, have an occupation, uh, things of that sort, you know? So it's like, when it comes to our youth, I really need you to think about that. I, I really do, you know, because that is viable time that you could be spending on yourself and building you to be productive. Cause that's what it's all about. And those are very, very crucial years that 
time is just gone. You know, you're not going to be able to get it back. So um, I'm going to show some statistics before the age of 18, how much time you could potentially be spending on the cell phone. So are you can potentially be spending two to 3,000 hours a year, you know, totaling 39 to 58 hours in an 18 year time frame. So think about it. If we introduce, and now I'm kind of talking to our adults a little bit here. If we introduce the cell phone to like a two, three-year-old, you know, even if it's just an app or whatever, okay? Now, a lot of times it may be educational purposes in that sense, okay? But we're introducing them to it and it rolls over as they get older into other areas, not just the educational components now. Okay, now it's more so entertainment. And so that time is now piling up to potentially 39 to 58 hours in that 18-year time span. So think about that. If you have 30, let's just go with 39 hours, 39,000 hours, and it's just watching material that is maybe humorous or I'm just keep it at entertaining, but it's not building you as a person. Now it is shaping and molding you in a way, depending on what that content is. That's something else to think about. What is the content that you're watching or listening? I mean, you talking about 39,000 hours that could potentially be utilized Okay, that is molding you as a person, <laughs> your character, what you may think, what you, what you may perceive, things of that sort. Okay, through strangers, people that you don't know. Okay, their influence and influence you in a way. Okay, that you may not actually be able to comprehend. So if you have this going on year after year, and we have generations now coming up with the social media entertainment at your fingertips, okay? That's a lot of hours gone, a lot of hours gone. And I can speak from the flip side as an educator, seeing the gaps that our kids have, seeing that, yes, I may be able to listen to the audio, but not truly understand it by reading the material on my own and not being able to look at it from an abstract way, but it has to be a, from a, con a concrete way. I'm not able to infer meanings. I'm not even able to formulate my own thoughts. I'm only able to hear what I hear, see what I see, and then I just go along with that. You know, um, that is taken away from critical thinking, analytical skills, comprehension skills. You see, 39,000 hours before the age of 18. So just keep that in mind. Something else I want you to think about is as you look back, how has it made me productive? Keep asking yourself that young people, whatever you are um, utilizing your time with, okay? How is that making you a productive individual? What I mean by productive, I'm talking about skills, formulating your own thoughts, okay? 
um, how is it doing that? How is it uh, building on um, skills that is going to transfer into your adulthood? Uh, the next point I want to make is it's not like the material becomes positive. And uh, it's a lot of time, you know, like I said, when we're younger, our parents may, you know, give us the iPad or the phone or whatever, and it's educational purposes or whatnot. But as we get older, the material, it changes. The interest starts changing. And my biggest concern is what is it changing towards? And uh, lots of times it's not something that is positive. And it just continues to play over and over and over and over again in, in the minds of our young people. And that's what I'm talking about, the molding, the shaping of the mind, because they're constantly being entertained by this type of material, okay? And it's like, it seems as if the material becomes even more vulgar with no standards. So now we're developing, you know, generations that don't have necessarily standards of morale, don't want to interact. Um, and so that's to say that we had a quarrel, not even able to um, rectify the quarrel, okay, um, which takes communication skills. All right. And think about it like this, too. It's a distraction when it comes to your purpose in life. You're so consumed with laughing or just watching how they put the makeup on their face or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But what about you focusing on your self-development, your purpose in your life? You know, are you even exposing yourself to your purpose in life? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, um, it, 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 it's taken away from that. The next point I want to make is I want you to think about um, what is that material? What is, what is it saying about you? You know, the material that you are consuming yourself with through the social media, you know, through the apps, through just being on your phone, you know, the messaging and, and the, the Snapchatting and, you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? What is it saying about you with this content that you're consuming yourself with? And then you share it with other people, you know, and then it's like this continuous cycle. When does it stop? You see what I'm saying? When does that stop? You know, like, hey, girl, yeah, I saw this video and you, and you, you know, and then you sharing it with somebody else. You see what I mean? That material, is it positive? You know what I'm saying? It's like the positive material is the least, you know, attractive material for our young people. All right. Um, the other point I want us to think about, am I able to construct my own views? Because you may hear other people's views, you know, what I'm saying their, their point of view on things. But are you able to write down or, um, you know, constructively think about your viewpoint about things? You know, what I'm saying seeing it from your perspective. Are you able to do that? So that goes back into the skills that we need to hone in on, all right? My question that I'm asking, when is it enough? When is it enough? Are you able to just stop? You know what I mean? And I had to, from, even for myself, you know, I had to delete apps from my phone. You know what I mean? Because when I went to my uh, settings, okay, you go to your general settings, whatever, and you can click on uh, screen time for those Apple users, um, that's how you can get to it. And I saw that I'm on it for like, you know, six hours a day. Now, 
when I kind of look to took a deeper look into that, you know, in the morning, I have an app running when I'm exercising. So if I exercise for an hour, that's an hour there. You know what I mean? Um, there are times when I'm reading the Bible and that app is running, you know, so I have to be mindful of that. But I, what I want to share is this. What is it on, though? The, the ones that I just mentioned, one is about my health and one is about my spiritual, my spiritual walk. You see what I'm saying? That, you know, is building me as a person. So whatever you're occupying your time with, is it building you as a person? And if it's not, can you restrain yourself in the sense to, I'm going to shut this off. Um, it's, it, 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 I can laugh, you know, I laugh a little bit. Okay, now, now, now it's enough. You know, I don't have to go to that phone and, and every time I hear a notification, whatever, I got to answer it. You know, um, I even had to put, it's, it's time for me to go to bed, do not disturb, you know, and um, that's even with jobs, you know, um, having boundaries, you know, like <laughs> it's, it's, this is post nurse time. You know what I mean? From everything else that may, you know, pull at me throughout the day or whatever, you know, I, I need that recovery time, you know? So we got to be able to say it's enough. It's enough. You know, we need to be able to place those boundaries. Next point that I want to make, it, it, it just seems like it's a drug and that we're out of control, you know, and, and it's very deceptive. This is what I think is so crazy about it you really think you're in control, you know, because you're actually going to the, the app or you're watching this and you're doing that or whatever like that. And it seems like you're in control, but in actuality, you know, it's like a deception to it. You're really not because it's like, when do you tell yourself enough is enough? You know what I'm saying? When, 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 when does that happen? So it, it's like an, it's an addiction. Okay. And so um, I just want y'all to, think about these things, you know, a point that I want to make, it's wasting valuable time, moments that you're never going to have back. And for those who are adolescents, you know, you are not going to have those moments back. Like when you're in the classroom and you're scrolling through whatever like that, whatever the teacher is saying, and you're not listening to it, you're not going to get that back. And then if you're not, you know, going back into you know, reading the material that the teacher said or, um, you know, studying or whatever like that, you have just blocked out so much material and, you know, that you're not going to be able to um, transfer as an adult. And once you graduate from high school, there's, there's like a, a ceiling, you know, I don't have the studies in front of me right now, but, you know, those 12 years, that's, that's the foundation. You see what I'm saying? So if we have gaps in that foundation, it's going to be very, very difficult in adulthood to transfer that over and think now I have a, a huge ceiling to learn all the material that I missed out while I was in school for 12 years. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, make sure that you're limiting the non-productive material or content in your life. So let's talk about the change. You know, how can we, you know, uh, be productive in the molding in the development process? You know, let's 
you know, spend time or listen to individuals that's in the Bible, in the word, you know, that's so key. That's the spiritual aspect of it. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's something, you know, a a guideline, you know, and how we walk and how we talk and how we deal with one another, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, look at that as an example and, and live by it. Another, um, change that can occur is, you know, practice reading, you know, read the word, but, you know, but read <laughs> you, you, what, what you're interested in or what have you read it. I know we have um, audible books. We have, you know, through Amazon and things like that, but, you know, it's, it's nothing wrong with the actual book that you can go back to. You can highlight, you can mark, you can, you know, fill the pages. You know, it's, it seems like books are becoming obsolete, you know, because it's all, you know, uh, let's say, google.com or whatever you know you could just find it there but you know there's there have been studies that shows that it's something when you actually have it in your hands it's tangible and and you're reading it for yourself you know you're highlighting the words that you don't necessarily know the meaning to and you're figuring it out you know you're looking at the prefixes the suffixes you know what i'm saying you're looking at the root words and you're making those connections and you know, spending time doing that because the comprehension skill is valuable, you know, in order for, you know, material to be produced, who's going to be producing the material now if we're just TikToking, you know, it's like, where, who, who's going to come up with it? You know, um, a question came up about or concern about textbooks, who's going to be writing the textbooks? you know, um, or things of that nature. But it's like, um, if, if our young people aren't even able to concentrate longer than seven seconds, that's, that's very difficult formulating a thought, let alone organizing, you know, something, you know, a expository text, a persuasive text, whatever, and writing it down and having a full thought about something. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's the art that um, we cannot lose, okay? So increase your vocabulary, increase your lexile levels. You know, I've seen students that, um, let's say the state has a certain level or lexile level, and it's being below that, that's becoming more common, you know? And only because the, the, 36 so hours, 36,000 hours is being spent on areas that has nothing to do with comprehension skills, has nothing to do with lexile levels and vocabulary. You know, it's just basic vocabulary. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, texting type vocabulary. So um, part of the change is taking the time and reading for yourself, gaining comprehension. The next part is writing, you know, that's another art that's being lost in a sense, you know, um, I was talking about this, like writing the essay and putting LOL in it, you know, that's not words, you know, that is, that's not the place for that type of lingo, you know, but practicing through writing in a journal, and I want to give a shout out to J.D. Harris, um, you can go to her uh, Amazon site, and she she has journals that you can um, start journaling in, 
But I think that's important because it's your thoughts. It's, it's your thoughts, not somebody else's thoughts or whatever about whatever, you know, that's you and you're writing about it or say that you did come across a text or what have you and you write about it. You know what I'm saying? You're expressing and that gives the avenue for that um, type of practice. So journaling is, is uh, pretty cool too. Um, the next point I want to make is creating or being involved in programs that give back. You know, um, we can be pretty selfish at times, you know, and, and not giving back to those who are in need. And when we do that, it's, it's empowering for those who are giving, you know. So uh, it takes us out of our um, comfort and out of our domain and being in the shoes of others and, and appreciating life those moments versus just being so glued to the cell phone. Um, the next part I want to make a point that I want to make, excuse me, it's, it's a balance of your time, you know, that you're on your phone, uh, truly see how much that you're in control of what you're allowing your mind to be consumed with. Okay. Uh, last but not least, you know, use it as a tool versus, you know, wasting um, your precious life. So um, I would like y'all to go to Philippians 4, 6 through 8. And this is the cipher version um, of the Bible. And it says that we, we need to be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto Elohim, the creator of the heavens and earth. And the peace of Elohim, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Mashiach, the anointed Messiah, Yahusha, salvation. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if they be any virtue, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. This was added because when we're consuming ourselves with the entertainment at, that's at our fingertips, what are we thinking about? We're thinking about what we're consuming ourselves with. So if we're consuming ourselves with those things, can you reflect back on whatever video or whatever you heard, whatever you saw, okay, was it true? Was it honest? Was it just? Was it pure? Was it lovely? Was it of a good report? Was it of any virtue? You see, these, these are some powerful words because if it doesn't line up with this, how is it building you to be productive? Are you seeing what I'm saying? How, how is it building you as an individual? It has no value. You know, it has no value. And that's where if it does have virtue, if it is a good report, if it is lovely, honest, true, just, it's something that is praiseworthy. That's what we should be meditating on. And that's scripture, things to be thinking on. So how much of our time is not on something like this? You see what I'm saying? 36,000 hours before the age of 18. And then let's not talk about us adults 
you know, if we continue with that trend, how much time are we given, you know, of uh, filling our minds with what's opposite in verse eight here, what's opposite of what's true, you know what I'm saying, what's opposite of what's honest. And if we, you know, consume ourselves, ourselves with that, guess what's going to be coming out of us? We continue that cycle, you know, as I mentioned before, versus let's change this cycle and let's focus on what's true. Let's focus on what's honest. Let that be what we express to one another. You, you see what I'm saying? So, um, you know, just giving us some tips on what we can think on and, and focus on. Uh, meditate. This is um, some Hebrew, as you see here, to ponder, to think about. And um, there's some scriptures. One is from Joshua. I gave you two versions from Joshua. And there's another scripture from Psalms. And the first one is Joshua 1 and 8. It says, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. And uh, that's the King James Version. Let's go to the Amplified Version. It says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall read and meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything in accordance with all that is written in it, so then you will make your way prosperous and then you will be successful. All right, so let's think about that. In order to um, not have the book, you know, the words from the Bible to depart from our mouths, it says that you shall read. So we're losing the art to read, the desire to read. And knowing what we should be meditating on day and night, not the notifications, not the videos, not just being on that cell phone hours, day in and day out. You know, if we go to the book, the book says what we should be meditating on. And you saw the scripture before this too. You see, so if the content of what we are consuming ourselves with, meditating on that versus what the book says okay which says we should be meditating on that day and night so that you may be careful to do according to it and the reason is saying to do according to it so your ways are prosperous and you are successful so with that being said there's a purpose and there's some guidelines but we got to be first able to read we got to first understand what we should be meditating on and how we supposed to conduct ourselves going forward. And when I say going forward, if we do these things, it says that our way is prosperous and our way will be successful. And this is not just like, okay, that means I'm going to be this millionaire and I'm going to have this. No, it's not. No, it's not about that. It's, we're talking about the person, the being, okay? And those uh, the content and what I mentioned before that our young people and even us, you know, us adults, we can get so locked in to that that has nothing, nothing, um, you know, positive, nothing 
that is going to set us up to be successful in our life. Nothing. It, it was just a second, seven seconds of our life. Again, we're never going to have that. All right, let's go to Psalm 1 and 2. It says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doeth he meditate day and night. So it's something about delighting yourself in the law of the Lord. It's something, you know, it, it, it's, it's uh, I, I desire this. And I want to meditate on that. And being very, very careful, if anything is taking me outside of that meditation, um, it, or it just seems a bit not balanced, let me check. Let me check myself, you know, because if that's the case, what is flowing out of me now? You know what I mean? And what's flowing out of me, that's going to affect my neighbor. That's going to affect my society, you see? And, um, and it affects me because if I read the law, you know, it says I'm going to be prosperous. There, there, you know, in, in so many different levels, that's my health, you know, my mental. It's, it's like my eyes, I, I, it's, we talked about the nearsightedness. You know, if I don't have the phone in, in my face all the time, especially in the dark, I'm not going to have to deal with that health issue. You know, I'm not going to have to deal with um, my sleeping patterns being off, my behavior, you know, being real um, anxious or whatever. Things start changing when we start lining up with what the book says, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and meditating on those, those things. So I want to give a shout out to uh, Big Brothers, Big Sisters of South Texas. I, I was able to visit with them today. Um, I also want to give a shout out to Anika. Uh, she has been in my life, I, I would say, probably about 10 years, you know, um, when uh, Josiah started and, and uh, she did some tutoring with some of our kids. And um, I just want to say thank you. Uh, to her, as well as the family of um, the big brothers, big sisters of South Texas, and enjoyed your questions today. Um, if, if you're out there wanting to be involved in a program, or you have youth that is needing mentors, you know, check them out, you know, just Google big brothers, big sisters of South Texas, and um, you can get in touch with them. And um, they're great mentors for our young people. They, they understand uh, the importance of positivity. They understand the importance of reading, the comprehension, the, the, the social uh, situations that our young people are experiencing today. So I, I just wanted to definitely give them a shout out and, and actually, you know, was uh, blessed with y'all's presence today with your questions and, and it was just very, very enjoyable. So shout out to y'all. Um, you can get a screenshot of this right here um, with the studies, the sources that I, I, I use for today's podcast. You know, check them out if you want to get more of a thorough understanding and how the cell phones have affected our, our young people. And so in closing, guys, you know, I want to first thank you again, you know, for checking out your side coaching podcast. If you found it encouraging and worth sharing, you know, share it. Share it, you know, to those that you find that it will motivate, encourage, and, and want to, again, know better to be better, all right? Also, like, subscribe. You can support it 
you know, do a generous donation. Uh, I gave you the website here, anchor.fm forward slash just like coaching forward slash support. Uh, thank you again for tuning in until next time. Let's not, you know, take our time that we have for granted and make sure that we're being productive individuals. Be mindful of what we're allowing to take precious moments that we can never get back. All right. So again, till next time, guys, peace out. Oh.